What is going on guys? Welcome back to Beyond Limitation. I am your host Tom Hobbs and in today's episode we're going to continue on from the first episode uh, which was if you haven't listened to it already was basically me talking through my journey with body dysmorphia from the very start. Um, I've spoken about it a lot in the past but I think that's the most open and vulnerable and detailed I've been um, in regards to my body dysmorphia journey. So hopefully a lot of you found that, um, yeah, I guess interesting, insightful. And my main aim with that was to help those of you that are experiencing body dysmorphia or a negative body image to let you know you are not alone um, and to, yeah, just let you know it, it's okay. It, it's a very, very common thing um, to go through. And in today's episode, what I wanted to talk about was how I've actually managed to overcome that. So, uh, you know, yeah, as uh, as I mentioned in that last episode, it has been a lot of dark times. There's been a lot of real low points in regards to my relationship with my body and how that's affected my my life as a whole. Um, it's, you know, as, as I said, it, it it is a physical thing, but it's also not just a physical thing, which we're going to go into today. Um, and you know it, it can impact all kinds of things um, from how you feel in the gym to how you feel in relationships in an intimate setting in regards to your self-belief your self-doubt all these kind of things um, it, it can really really impact uh, and that's why I uh, yeah you know want to do this episode today and, and why I do what I do is because the solution for the majority of you majority of you isn't just going to lie in a new training program and, and nutrition protocol. Um, and that's unfortunately what is just the way that people think uh, is gonna improve it, right? We either, we, we sort of see two, uh, two ends of the spectrum. It's either, yep, yeah, all you need to do is lose the weight, right? Or, or change the body. Uh, and that's true. And that is obviously a, a big part of it, but there is simply more to that, especially when your mindset and your inner world is based around an identity that has body dysmorphia, especially for uh, you know a number of years. And then there's also the train of thought, which is more down the, I guess, the mental psychological aspect where um, you know people will just go and do therapy around it, but not actually take the required steps in the, in the physical realm to change their body. Um, and you know, it's just all about loving your body, no matter the size and um, you know, practicing that self-love, no matter how your body looks. And I just don't think either of those contain the answers because I've tried both and none of them have worked. All right, so what, where I come in and I guess what has helped me the most and what, my, what has helped my clients the most is when we combine those two things. It's when we combine the training and the nutrition to change your body physically, okay? Because it's all well and good to love your body, but the very act of loving your body means you want your body to be the best that it possibly can be. Right, and we can't do that if we're not actually training hard, sorting our nutrition out, and and either losing weight or adding muscle, whatever it is that you're insecure about, so that when you look in the mirror from a phys- strictly physical standpoint, you fucking love what is looking back at you. And from the other from the other aspect, it's like we also need to take in account the the inner world, and that's the for me the biggest thing that most people miss because it's. You know, it, it's easy to just jump on another program. It's easy to just try another nutrition plan. It's really fucking hard to get to the root cause of your body dysmorphia, right? And to understand that 
the power that the label can have over you from an unconscious standpoint can be so hard to break and you're not going to break it just by training right you're going to break it by training in conjunction with actually working on the label actually working on your inner world your belief systems your language your values your environment all these kind of things which which is what i found so in yeah my years of you know doing my best to overcome it again i would always just go to the, the physical i you know there, there was never really anything wrong with my training there was there was never really anything wrong with my nutrition because there were periods throughout my journey and i've still got the photos where probably to everyone else i actually looked okay like i, I remember you know mum especially always used to say that i you know didn't look how i said i would look right she would always you know i know that's a thing your parents do they always going to tell you that you, you look great or whatever but there were generally times looking back on it where i'm like oh i actually didn't look too bad right i certainly didn't look fat and overweight i certainly didn't look skinny and like i had no muscle um but you know back then i i couldn't see that right? And that's one of the biggest problems with when you have body dysmorphia is the lens you are seeing your body through is warped right so it's like you've got a filter over what you're actually seeing that has been produced by your inner world right so if we only seek to change the body and we're not actually seeking to change the filter in which we're seeing our body through which is our mind right and our and our brain and our unconscious mind which is incredibly fucking powerful if we're not changing that lens it doesn't really matter how we're going to look physically we could look incredible and quite often you'll hear of people that um to everyone else you know they're getting compliments left right and center and, and everyone else is telling them how great they look but but they can't see it maybe this resonates with you maybe other people are telling you you look great but you can never see it you never feel good enough in your own skin and that's a problem because that in and of itself is, is telling you that it doesn't matter how good you look physically you never actually accept that you never actually accept the compliments right you never actually allow yourself to feel good enough in your body because two things can be true at once right and again i use myself an example if i look at my body now like i've just i've trained a couple of hours before i'm recording this chest and back went into the bathroom took my shirt off took some progress photos and i was like yeah like i'm really proud of how i'm looking like i love um rolling around in a singlet now and i i just yeah i'm in a really really great place with my body right that can be true and i've worked really hard for that but i can also look at it and be like oh there's still lots i want to improve right like at the moment i'm i'm in a surplus i'm trying to build and get bigger and stronger and that's something that i'm you know not satisfied with however i'm also really fucking proud of where i'm at right and that's this this equation that most people don't seem to to comprehend right they are either you know really proud and rest on their laurels and don't then go and work harder to improve right or they can never actually uh allow themselves to see the progress they've made they can never allow themselves to feel proud or good enough um in their body which which again is a problem right whereas i'm like yep feel great look great amazing proud of myself feel really confident in my own skin however i still want to improve right and that's where we, we, we sort of want to get you to so being able to change your lens that you're viewing your body through is is so vital right so yeah in in my in my journey as i said I've, I've been on both ends of the spectrum looking for the solution so desperately that i wasn't able to find and it wasn't until i actually started doing my first lot of self-development work with my mentor tom clark and that was you know meant to be a, well it, it was a business thing right it was there to build my business but 
before we did any business stuff, we did a lot of inner world work, um, a lot of stuff around, yeah, mindset and our emotional uh, emotions and um, our emotional body and spiritual side of things, which I'd never done. And all of this inner stuff, which I'd always heard of, but I'd always thought was a bit woo-woo, right? A bit fluffy, a bit, ah, uh, yeah, like, you know, I know, I know I need to have a good positive mindset, da-da-da-da. But that was my first real insight into actually exploring my own inner world and understanding what was actually going on. Right? And the more I started to understand how powerful our belief systems are, how powerful the stories we tell ourselves are, how powerful our language is, our past experiences, and how all of these actually like literally impact how we see the world, the penny started to drop. Because as I mentioned in the last episode, because this journey for me was like 15 plus years, you think of how many times I've doubted myself, how many times I've looked in the mirror and told myself I'm X, Y, Z, right? How many times I've been uncomfortable or lacking confidence in my body? All that adds up, right? And it led me to be this version of myself and it it, it created an identity, right? That's what my ego, that's what our ego does, right? It creates an identity around all these kind of things. And for so long, that's who I was, the the bigger guy, the fat guy, the guy with the man boobs, the... um, you know, the guy that was suffering with body image issues, that's, that's who I was, right? So if that's who I believed I was, and that's what my ego was looking to defend because that's how our ego works, right? It creates a concept of self that it always looks to defend at all costs, right? And because I was telling it, yep, this is me, that I've got these problems and da-da-da-da-da, it's going to defend that however it can. So anytime I would start to make progress or anytime I'd be looking good, right, unconsciously, I would still find reasons that I didn't look good. Unconsciously, I'd still find reasons that I wasn't good enough. Unconsciously, I would still find reasons that stopped me from moving into a different version of myself, right? Because that's not who I was, right? So why would I allow myself to do that? And this is where the problem is for so many people is you've become accustomed to being a certain way. People know you as that, right? That's how you speak to yourself. That's what you believe about yourself. So you continue to create this in your reality And even though consciously, which is only max 5% of our world, right? Of our reality is only 5% of it is conscious. In that 5%, you're like, yeah, I want to change. I want to lose the weight. I want to be confident, da-da-da. Why is this not working? It's because the other 95%, which you haven't looked into, right? Because a training program and a nutrition protocol does not look into that, is actually running the show. That is what is pulling the strings, right? And it hit me like a ton of bricks that I was like, of course, nothing has ever worked because unconsciously, I've never actually believed I was capable of making this work because this is who I am. I become so accustomed to being the guy that can go down to the beach and not want to take his top off. I become so accustomed to having to, as I met, again, if you haven't listened to the first episode, it's going to sound a bit weird, uh, but like play with my nipples so my chest look different so I feel comfortable with my top off, right? I become so accustomed to that version of me that of course I couldn't change because that's really, really scary to change who you are. Right, because although you know that version of me wasn't serving me, and there was it was very fear-based, and you know I said I wanted to change, there was also so much safety in that, because I would know exactly how I would feel, I would know exactly how I would act, I I would just have so much control of situations and the stories and my inner voice, my inner dialogue, that why why would I get out of safety? Right, it's like why would I go from out here on the footpath where I'm safe and jump into the burning building where it's not safe and I don't know what's going to happen next, right? Of course, that doesn't make any sense. 
right? And that's why so many people struggle is because that's literally what it's like, right? It's like, yeah, I can jump into this course or coaching container or whatever. Um, and I know there's probably going to be growth from it, but like on the surface, why would I jump into a burning building when I'm safe out here as who I am? That's actually a really good analogy. I might use that in a, on a post, right? Because to our ego, that, that's what it's like. If, if you've struggled with body dysmorphia or this body image for so long, this has become you. This, this is who you are, right? And there is so much safety in that, right? You know the beliefs. You know how you're going to talk to yourself. You know how you're going to feel in certain situations, right? And our ego loves that. It loves sameness and repetition. So when you get the chance to change, maybe you do take the plunge and sign up to a coach or you do invest in a course or whatever it might be and you start and you start doing well, but then like unconsciously you're like, oh, right, I'm starting to see changes. Uh, this is scary because if I'm not this version of me with the body dysmorphia, who am I going to be, right? That's, that's unknown and I'm scared of the unknown. So I'm going to self-sabotage myself. I'm going to get impatient and fall off track. I'm going to keep myself as this version of me, safe on the footpath, I'm not gonna jump into the burning house because this is where I feel safer, right? And I'll just deal with the consequences later. That's literally what this is like. And that's what I did for so many years, trying to change my body, trying to feel more confident in myself. And it just never worked, right? Until I actually understood this stuff. And this is what I take my clients through. It's it's being able to understand how our brain works, how our mind works, how much power we actually have over what we see in our reality because what i see in the world is different to what you see which is different to what your friends see which is different to what your parents see because we have our own lens that we see things through so yes we need to change the physical body and i'll talk about that specifically in a minute we need to change that but first we need to understand what lens you've been seeing your body through and how we can actually start to change that how we can start to shift that inner world to serve you better because at the end of the day, they are all choices you're making, be it very unconscious, but they are choices you are making over how you see yourself. And if we can start to change that, right, just the act of changing that allows you to show up differently, allows you to start thinking differently and feeling differently, being more positive and upbeat and resourceful, taking greater action, being more patient because you're like, well, this is like, I, I can't live like this anymore. And that's what I got to. I'm like, I cannot live in this body with this mindset any fucking more because it is just dragging me down and I, I just can't stand this, right? So I'm choosing this pain, right? Which is the the, the challenge of working through this and the discomfort uh, that is associated with actually working through all your shit. I'm gonna choose that over staying as I am because I cannot bear to live my life like this anymore, right? And when you get to that place, then things can really start to move because you got no choice. It's like, yeah, it's, it's the old burn the boats, right? Burn the boats, take the island. I'm not living like this anymore. Like, let's fucking go. And if we're going to do it, so what I say to my clients, if we're going to do this, we are going to fucking do this. All right. So that's the, yeah, I guess the inner world side in a nutshell. And again, you can start to see just how important this is. And if you don't have this or you've never really explored yourself and, and you don't have that self-awareness about what's going on internally because you either just don't know how or you suppress it or you choose not to view it because it seems hard and scary, whatever it might be, right? And the other thing that comes into this, which I didn't mention, but you know, if you've been told you are inadequate or if you've been um, put down around how you look and your appearance by other people, right? Be it family members or ex-partners or someone on social media, whatever it might be, again, that adds to this, right? Because you take those experiences, you hear that language, and again, you associate that with this identity. 
like this is this is who I am this person told me right and because it's usually you know from someone that you value at some level at that point of telling you this thing and it, and it hurts even more right and you take that on and you make it mean everything and again it just further ingrains this identity of a warped perception of, of your body of this body dysmorphia right so that's from the inner side uh, inner world side of things so we need to look at that we need to have that foundation because without that your actions are going to be very skew with they're going to be very uh just all over the place and there's not going to be any consistency and and, you know you might have good days and you might be fine you might be able to train and stick to your food and you know you have those occasions but then as soon as one little thing goes wrong or someone says something or someone looks at you funny and you don't have that foundation and you don't know how to deal with it you will just start spiraling again right and we get this yo-yo which is why people can be good for a little while can get results but they can never fucking keep it because their inner world is an absolute shambles and they're relying on band-aid fixes. And this is my biggest problem with the fitness industry is yes, programs and macros and deficits and all these things work phenomenally well for people that can actually execute them phenomenally well. But for those people that have other things going on, right, they are one part of the solution, but they are not the entire solution. And that's why I come in and I do what I do. Um, and then, yeah, once we've got that in place, then, yeah, cool, we, we, we do the physical stuff, right? So how it sort of works with me is, uh, you know, if I'm working with someone for 12 weeks um, and they're doing my mentoring, not just training nutrition coaching, we are implementing a training nutrition strategy from the start, right? So we're like, cool, this is the body we want to achieve. This is where your food needs to be. This is how you need to train. We set that. We're like, cool, here we go. That That's, that's on in the background. And then whilst they're executing that, we start working through this other stuff, right? We have weekly calls where I go over a bunch of content and we have conversations like I'm having on here and we really get to the bottom of what's actually going on to start getting past these roadblocks, getting past these self-imposed limitations so that each training session and each day is able to be executed better. So you're able to wake up every day feeling better about yourself, feeling more confident, start to understand yourself more so you can actually start to see the physical changes. Right, because yes, we whilst we need to change your lens so you see yourself in a more positive light with better language and beliefs and whatever. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's just started thundering real loud outside. So hopefully that doesn't inter, uh, interfere too much here. Right, we we need all that, but then yeah, we actually need your body to look good. We need you to be in a healthy body, a strong body, a, a body that exudes energy, right, and libido and general health and clarity and all these things. Right, and this is where we can. Uh, potentially go too far down the inner world route which a lot of people will do which is maybe just seeing a psychologist about it or just um you know looking into themselves at an inner world perspective but then not actually training hard in the gym not actually following a nutrition plan and not actually getting the physical changes to make them feel confident right because people are like yeah you know your body doesn't define you and i'm like well yeah technically but like fuck i would just really like my body to to define me right i would love for my body to exude this this confidence and show that i've been working hard and for it to you know to to add to who i am right it doesn't have to define all of me and it's never going to define all of me but god i i, I kind of like it too right because i think a well-maintained body a strong body a healthy body a functional body body that gives you energy and all these things is hugely important to who you are right and there's nothing worse than when you see people gaslight themselves into not taking ownership around their body because, you know, in the name of self-love. Right? It's like, yeah, I love myself. I love my body no matter where it's at. 
and it's like well really like really do you or are you just saying that because it's easy to say that because it's socially accepted to say that so you don't actually have to take ownership be open be vulnerable and you know cop it on the chin that yeah maybe you have let your body go right that can be a really hard thing to to let land but at the end of the day if you want the best for yourself if you want a body that allows you to live life and do everything you want to do you're going to need to to take that ownership and start somewhere right and start putting in the hard yards in the gym and tidying up your diet and moving more and actually creating a body that lends aside right no matter how you're feeling aside you can look in the mirror and be like yeah i still look fucking good but i'm just having a down day today right that's that's the goal and that's sort of i guess where i've been able to get myself to which has been really really cool because i never used to be like that whereas like like to be honest with you guys the last week has been really 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 challenging um just yet for some personal reasons nothing to do with my body just personal reasons but even through that like i was still dragging myself to the gym and training even though i didn't really want to but through that i could still look in the mirror and be like yeah i still like how i look i'm still proud of how i look i'm still strong in the gym and physically I'm still confident despite how I'm feeling mentally. Like that doesn't waver, right? And that's a really good sign that you are, you know, for, for me that I have overcome this body dysmorphia is because even though, you know, mentally I wasn't feeling great and, you know, all these other things that were going on, that didn't then change how I saw my body. I then didn't get down on my body just because I was feeling down in other areas of my life, right? And that's what we, we want to accomplish here. And that's why we need to look at things through a broader lens than just one or the other, right? So you can, yeah, like when you're, when you're feeling down, you know, you don't just throw in the towel and, and you don't just immediately turn, um, you know, turn negative on, on how you look in the mirror. And I think that's really important. It's such a great measure. And that was a really great measure for me. And I don't really, I wasn't really aware of that until I sort of came out of the little hole that I was in um, to be like, oh yeah, like I still kept training. I still kept eating relatively well and I never, you know, had had my confidence go down around how I looked during that time, which is which is really really cool. Um, and that sort of, yeah, it, it's that way because of the work I've done, and um, you know that's the same work that I now do with with my clients to make sure they're um, they're able to do the same. So, uh, yeah, guys, I think that's where again I could talk about this topic for ages. Um, I think that's where I'm I'm going to leave it. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, that's been valuable, um, and it's given you a bit of an insight into how I've been able to, I guess, turn my yeah my my body how i look physically as well as my mindset around it around from you know how it used to be uh and yet to to give you guys hope that there there is a solution there for you it's just a matter of you know finding finding what works for you it's a matter of of incorporating both the inner world stuff the mental emotional spiritual work the letting go uh component as well as getting on a good program following a nutrition plan and actually seeing the physical changes right so you can look in the mirror and just absolutely fucking love what you see and you can look in the mirror and love who you see or all parts of you that's that's the aim so um yeah if there's any you guys got any questions or um you know anything's resonated with you would love to hear from you would really appreciate any feedback um and yeah the other thing i'm going to just start asking at the end of these episodes because i know it's really important um and it, yeah it means a lot to me is if you have enjoyed this episode taking five seconds to just go and give us a five-star rating i'm excited to bring out a bunch of new episodes um, and really yeah give as much value as i can um, in these episodes so yeah if you if you feel called to and you can spare a little bit of time and you have enjoyed it um, would really appreciate yeah a five-star rating on 
on Spotify or, or Apple, depending on where you're listening uh, to this. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode.